0: And I challenge you to evaluate your own life and consider, am I one of those people he was just talking about? Who's frittering my life away, or at least my extra time. And I could be doing something significant. Live your faith, build your business, and change your world. This is Live, Build, Change. It is time to get this live, build, change thing rocking again. What do you say? Hey, I'm so glad uh, you've been patient with me. We had quite a few things come across our radar all at the same time, it seems. That prevented me from publishing live, build, change podcasts as often as I intend. But I'm back. I think the hassle is over and it's time to get rolling again. You know, I thought it would be good here on this kind of resuming episode, episode 38, which you can find at livebuildchange.com slash 38, I thought it would be good for me to give you kind of a rundown of where we're headed with Live Build Change. I have been just super excited most recently about this philosophy once again because of some conversations I've been having with other Christian businessmen, other Christian entrepreneurs who are actually taking this concept of living your faith in an authentic, genuine way building a business, and then changing the world through the integration of those two very, very seriously. One of those guys is named Paul Moore. He's a guy I've known over the last six months. He is one of the founders of Wellings Capital, which you can find at wellingscapital.com. But Paul is going to be my guest on episode number 40. This is 38, so you got two episodes to wait. It's just a wonderful conversation. Just telling his story, telling his vision for why he's doing this business thing and what he sees it doing to impact the kingdom of God. So I hope that you'll take the time to listen to that one when it comes out. It's a little longer and it's my very first interview that I've ever done. So it's exciting to me. Well, for this episode, I just want to kind of refresh the Live, Build, Change vision for changing the world and talk with you about what part you might play in it. Well, if you would like to hear my story about how I came to the point I'm at, retiring from the pastorate, becoming an entrepreneur, all of that, you can find that story in the Zero episode, which you can find at livebuildchange.com slash zero. Either the word or the number will get you there. And you can just hear my whole story. But I want to do something maybe a little more brief than that to talk about what I mean when I say live, build, change. Let's start out with the live part. All of us are called as followers of Christ to live our faith, and it does not mean attending church. Hear me correctly here for a moment. It is a good thing to attend church. You should attend church. Some kind of fellowship where you can rub shoulders with other believers and iron can sharpen iron and the two of you can make each other stronger in the Lord. That is entirely appropriate and entirely needed for every single one of us. But living your faith is so much more than that. Living your faith is being consistent day to day with your belief in Jesus Christ. And it has a whole lot to do with the depth of that belief. I mean, it's more than just accepting some intellectual propositions. You know, it's more than just coming to agree with certain tenets of the faith and signing a doctrinal statement or a membership card at a church. Living your faith is a day to day, moment by moment process of walking in relationship with the God of the universe. And live, build, change is presented in that order with the live first because the live has to come first. You and I have got to be living our faith authentically, not putting on some kind of a religious show, not. Trying to put on airs so that people will think we're extra spiritual people when really we're just like everybody else. You see, living your faith is about understanding the reality of Jesus Christ himself living in you. That's what the Bible teaches. Now stop for a moment and let that soak into your soul and permeate your mind. The God of the universe, the savior of the world, Jesus Christ, says that He lives in you. That's not figurative language. That's not hyperbole or exaggeration or some flowery poetic kind of a use of the word live. The New Testament is ultra clear on this. Jesus Christ inhabits us through the person of His Holy Spirit. And that reality alone should change the way that we look at our role in this world. We are not just people who hold to a certain set of intellectual beliefs. We are a people who, yes, hold to a set of intellectual beliefs, but more than that, have the indwelling of God himself in our very person. It's just a mind-boggling, staggering thing. And that fact is what I believe makes us the most capable, the most equipped to do things that can change the world because we have the power of God in us. We have the wisdom of God available to us, unlike anyone else who does not follow Christ. And you may not be a follower of Christ. You may not be a believer in Christ at all, but you've come across this podcast somehow and you might wonder, well, what about all the other religions? What about all the other faiths? On this podcast and my belief from the scripture, (laughs) I'm just going to talk about Christianity because my belief is there is only one way to heaven. There's only one God. And all religions do not serve the same God. You hear the debate in this day and age, especially is Allah and the Christian God the same thing? I would say very clearly from scripture, no, they are not. The Allah that the Quran portrays, is very, very different than the God of the Christian Bible. Getting back to my point, we believers have this advantage. We have the God of the universe who lives in us, the Holy Spirit, the one and only God of the universe. And we have got to, first of all, learn what it means to live in that reality authentically, genuinely. Yes, we trip up and make mistakes, but we have the God of the universe to not only forgive us, but to cleanse us and then empower us to learn from that mistake in a supernatural kind of a way and not make that mistake again. We can live an authentic faith. And it's not about obeying rules or regulations. It's not about crossing our T's and dotting our I's and going to Sunday school and all that. Those things may be involved on some level, but those are not at the heart of the issue. The heart of the issue is relationship, ongoing interaction with the God of the universe through Jesus Christ who lives in us. And so I want to challenge you here at the end of this first section to think about that reality and how it compares to the reality you live day to day. Are you regularly, moment by moment, in intimate connection with the God of the universe? If not, I'm going to say something here. Some people might think is a little condescending or judgmental and they don't mean it that way at all. So please understand that. But sometimes we need a kick in the butt or we need a slap across the face to wake us up to the fact that we're thinking wrongly about something. And so here's what I want to say to you. If you don't feel, if you don't sense, if you don't know that you are in intimate relationship with the God of the universe, you may have just accepted something intellectually, and not really had an exchange on a deeper level with the God of the universe. You may not have invited the Messiah, Jesus Christ, into your life like you think you did. Now, you may have and need just some greater knowledge and greater application of that knowledge to a deeper soul level, but there are many people who believe the right things intellectually, but are on their way to an eternity without Christ. And that's because it's got to be more than an intellectual assent to theological propositions that are in the Bible. It's got to be a real interaction with the God of the universe. So if you don't know that that's true for you, I would encourage you to go to your pastor, go to some elder in your church, go to some believer near you who you know and who you trust and ask them, can I talk with you? about my spiritual walk. I need some help. I need some objective perspective. And have that conversation. Be bold enough because this stuff matters. This is your life we're talking about. So I encourage you to do that. Now, if you don't have anyone like that in your life, its I mean, it's much better for you to have that conversation face-to-face with someone. But if you don't have that person in your life, there's really not anyone you can think of You're welcome to contact me and we can arrange a way to have a video call or something so that you can at least tell me your story and I can hear and we can respond to that together to draw you closer to the Savior. You can find me. You can reach out to me at carrie, C-A-R-E-Y at livebuildchange.com. And if you are a person who needs that shot in the arm every day, you need someone to help you. You need to be aware of the morning mindset edition of the Live, Build, Change podcast. Morning Mindset can be found at livebuildchange.com slash morning hyphen mindset. And you can even subscribe through Facebook Messenger. And what that means is you will be notified via Facebook Messenger every single time a Morning Mindset episode is published, every morning. So it will come to your phone, you'll be able to hit the play button and just listen right there in your smart device. It's that easy, don't put it off. You need that morning recharge to get your mind aligned with the truth of God's word every single morning. All right. That is the live part. And it's foundational, not only to everything I'm doing here with live, build, change, but it's also foundational just to you and your family and your well-being in eternal destiny. So please don't skimp on this. Don't just, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Yeah, that I, I I'm fine. Don't just do that. Stop and analyze. Examine your own heart. And get this part right. Now, let's go on. We're going to talk about the build part. All right, so we've gotten up to the live-build part of the live-build change. Live is that authentic, genuine faith that undergirds everything. The building part is being intentional about doing things that will generate opportunity and resources for you as an individual who is being led by the spirit of god to actually move toward the third part which is changing the world and so the build part is the intentionality it's the personal equipping and education that needs to happen for each of us to be able to make more out of this life that we've been given you see where i'm going with this now i traditionally have said it, build a business because that's how I'm doing it. And that's how I'm encouraging believers in Christ to do it. Because not only can you minister to people there in your community who come across your path, and you should be, not only can you find ways to volunteer in your community or to, to start something there where you live that will be of benefit to people. I mean that's all great. That's all building and and moving toward the changing part as well. But you can also find ways to generate income that's over and above what you currently earn. Now think this through with me for a minute. Let me just paint a scenario. Say you work a 40 hour a week job and you do that the majority of your time throughout the week. I mean, 40 hours is a lot of time given your eating time, your sleeping time and all that. 40 hours takes up a lot. Do you have time to build something else that could change the world? And you may hear that phrase and say, well, no, changing the world's a big deal. I've only got a small little amount of time. Or or you might even be saying, I don't even know that I have any time that I could build something that could actually generate income that I could use to do anything. Let me push back on that for a moment. You see, I've learned both through my own experience in building a business and being an entrepreneur and in watching other people, coaching other people. That most people say they don't have time, but actually they do. And let me point a few options out to you. Now, understand, I'm not being critical just for the sake of being critical when i bring up these illustrations. What I'm doing is I'm trying to help you open your eyes and look at your life realistically. Look at the things you are investing your time in and consider, could this be time that is better spent? Doing something to equip myself to build something that could actually be a benefit, not just to other people, but to the kingdom of God in the long run. So here's the examples. How much time do you spend Netflixing, binging on new television shows, new shows that come on to Netflix? How much time do you spend doing that in a week? Let's just take a week and average it out and be honest with yourself. Is it an hour? Is it 30 minutes? Is it two hours? Is it seven hours? Is it every evening when you get home, that TV comes on? My dad used to call it the boob tube. I mean, does that thing come on? And you're watching, 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 watching your evenings away? You see, I am all for entertainment. I think we need time to get our brains disengaged from what we've been doing all day. Sometimes we need to be able to rest and relax and kind of recreate. But think about that word recreate, it's recreate, it's a time to refresh us. And if all we're doing is cramming our heads full of entertainment that's sorted or lewd or, or questionable, maybe is the, the charitable way for me to say it, what benefit is that really doing us and what benefit will it bring to the world as an outflow of our lives? You see, we do have time a lot of times. Maybe it's not Netflix for you, all right? let me get off that horse for a minute. Maybe it's video games. I mean, sure, have fun playing a game now and then, but how much are you doing it? How often are you doing it? And you, you say, well, this is my time to kind of relax. It's my time to get my brain disengaged. All that. Well, hey, that's fine. That's fine. I'm all for that. But do you need it every day? Are there evenings that you could carve out time? speaking with your spouse, getting that all worked out between you and your spouse to make sure you're on the same page. And I did an episode about this, getting your spouse on board in episode 18. You can find that at livebuildchange.com slash 1818. And that is important. But is there just even one evening, one evening a week that you could set aside where from say seven o'clock until 10 o'clock. You're going to be studying. You're going to be learning. You're going to be on YouTube. You're going to be on different websites, listening to podcasts, equipping yourself to know what you can do to build some additional income. I think you probably have the time, even though you may say to yourself, you don't have the time. And folks, so let me urge you here. Please don't let yourself be one of those people who is fooled into thinking you're busier than you really are. I mean, yeah, I get it. Work can be demanding. Taking the kids to their athletic games, that can be demanding. The responsibilities of extended family members who may live nearby, that's demanding. I get it. I totally get it. Keeping up a house, keeping up a car, keeping up a yard. I get it. It's demanding. But folks, we only have one life to live. We only have one chance at this thing. Do you want to spend it playing video games? Do you want to spend it? And yes, yes, I know that's extreme. You know, you're not spending your whole life doing that. I get it. But you get my point, don't you? Do you have time where you could stop wasting it and start investing it? I think I better just leave it at that. I think you get the point that I'm making. Most people, in my experience, have the time to do something, be it albeit small, to begin building up a skill set or building a base of knowledge from which they can begin to affect change in the world. Most people do. That's my contention. And I challenge you to evaluate your own life in light of that and consider, am I one of those people he was just talking about who's frittering my life away or at least my extra time and I could be doing something significant that is greater with that time? All right, that's it for the build part. Let's move on to the change part. Live, build, change. We're to that change part. When you hear that change, it may sound overwhelming to you. It may sound huge. And the way I say it, it often does. I say change the world. But I mean, start out by changing your world. Building additional income can make a massive difference in your life to begin with. It really can. It can change your world. Just an extra $500, an extra $1,000, whatever it is. Back in episode eight, I talked about what could $500 extra a month do for you, do for your life. You can find that at livebuildchange.com slash eight, the number eight. And the reason I asked that question is because not only can it help you pay down some debt faster or pay off medical bills or get out of a tax lien that you have, not only can it do those things, But it also will begin to change your mindset. It'll begin to show you that there's more possible than you thought was possible up until this point, because you've just proved it. You've just taken that one evening a week and you've educated yourself, you've taught yourself, and then you've taken action on what you've learned and you've put it into place and it has begun generating an extra 500 bucks or so. And that alone will show you, it will prove to you and it will prove to the people around you more is possible. And here's my question for you. If that little bit is possible, why can't there be more that's possible than even that? And I'm not talking about getting greedy here. I'm talking about building some vision for yourself. What could come of your life? What sort of things could you envision changing in the world? If you had the time and the money and the resources, otherwise, apart from time and money, to accomplish that thing. Let me throw a few things out there for you to consider. Back on the zero episode, I talked about this vision I have for my own life. You see, I was a pastor prior to becoming an entrepreneur. And I love the Word of God. I love the teaching of the Word of God. And I believe the Word of God and the truth contained in it can transform lives. And I believe it does transform lives when it's taught well, when it's understood rightly. As an outgrowth of that love for God's Word, I want to see every people group in the world have the Bible in their own language, in a way they can read or in a way they can hear somehow. And so I have this vision. Of my income, my revenue that I'm able to generate through my businesses, one day being able to fully fund a translation for an entire people group out there in the world. And, you know, maybe I'm thinking too small. Maybe I should be thinking every people group. Maybe I should be thinking I want to eradicate biblical illiteracy among the unreached people of the world. Maybe that's where I should be shooting. I have that kind of a vision, that big of a vision, not because I'm making millions of dollars, because I'm not. I have that kind of vision because I've seen what's possible. I started somewhere and it began generating income. And I I built on that and I worked harder and it has increased. And I worked harder and I pulled others in to help me build the vision. And it's increased more. You see, I see that God has put this principle into the world that whatever you sow, you're also gonna reap. And those are agricultural terms. What you plant is what you're gonna harvest. So if I plant hard work and wise business practices into the service of people in exchange for revenue, I should expect I'm going to get revenue. And the better I do my service to those people, the more revenue I should expect. That's how sowing and reaping works in the business world. And of course, there are market conditions and economic things that happen that cause risk to be involved and cause businesses to fail sometimes. All of that's part of the game. And it's not really a game, but you get my point. All that's part of it. But I'm willing to take that chance because I don't want to be sitting on my couch watching Netflix every evening when the end of the world comes and I have to stand before my creator. You get where I'm going with this? This idea of changing the world It's a calling for our lives. It's a calling for who we are and how we invest the time that God has given to us. We have got to take this seriously, folks. And now the changes that can happen can be small, they can be large. They don't have to be massive. You see what I'm saying? You can change your world. You can change your legacy. I mean, your children can have radically different lives than you've had up to this point, just because you take seriously this live, build, change vision. And you say, I am going to make a difference in my heritage, in my legacy, in the generations that come after me. And as I say that, I cringe almost saying it because I don't want you to get the cart before the horse. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I don't want you to get all enthused about building a business and the money, the revenue that could come from that and how that can help you change the world and change the lives of your family that's to come without taking along with you the reality of the live part, living your faith. See, living your faith comes first. It comes primary. It comes as the foundation And it has to be carried out throughout the building part, throughout the changing part, so that you're not only thinking, oh, I'm building only by generating revenue. No, you're building by continuing to build that faith at the same time. And that faith legacy is something you want to pass on to your children as well. That's something you want to have carry on throughout the ages of your family line. So that every generation that comes after you is living an authentic, genuine faith between them and their Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, this thing is so much bigger than you thought it was. This thing is so much bigger than I can even comprehend. This live, build, change vision is something I believe God is stirring up in the world for believers in Christ who are willing to apply themselves little bits at a time, to start building something bigger than themselves, bigger than they ever dreamed their life could accomplish. And you know what I believe? I believe as more and more and more of us are doing this, God is going to start using those efforts to direct us in similar paths, to enable us to cross paths where we can help each other pull this whole thing off and bring massive change to the world. I just mentioned one option, that Wycliffe Bible Translators. That's one dream I have. I also would love to fund organizations like Samaritan's Purse on a significant level. My family is already supporting a ministry called Hope India Mission that's doing some great things over in in India. You see, there are things going on in this world that are so much bigger than us. And we, living in the Western world, have an opportunity that very few believers have had throughout the course of history, an opportunity to live our faith, to build a business, and to change the world. That's the live, build, change vision. And I don't want it to get lost. I don't want you to fritter your life away with a controller in your hand. I want you to be growing. I want you to be growing in your faith. I want you to be growing in your knowledge of how to apply that faith through wise and generous business practices so that you can generate revenue that can change the world. That's what I want to see in Live Build Change. I'm going to be back again next episode, episode 39. And I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to talk about in that episode, but I'm here to tell you, man, I am all fired up about this. And be looking for episode 40 in two weeks with Paul Moore. You are just going to have your socks rocked off when you hear some of the stories Paul has to tell about what he's seen God doing through the movement of believers in Christ who get the vision of what they can do to change the world. Hey, thanks so much for listening. One of the things that is rising up out of the work I'm doing here with Live Build Change, just through conversations I'm having and opportunities I'm having to connect with other people, is the idea of life and business coaching. And I've had a few sessions with people so far, and man, this is just the thing. This is my, my mojo, if you want to call it that. Man, I just really can tell the Lord is anointing this, and it's going to be a great thing for many people, including me. I'm learning and growing a lot as well. So if you have any kind of interest in life coaching or business coaching, or you're even curious what those things might look like for you, you can go to livebuildchange.com coaching and get all the information. I would love to help you live your faith, build your business, and change your world. Hey, God bless you. Thanks for listening.